Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Entertainment Expansion. We're your host, Tyler Callahan and Mike Ferrante. Mike, how are you doing this week? Well, Tyler, I can say I'm peacefully chilling. How about yourself? Uh, I'm trying to keep the peace the best I can. Uh, there you go. And I do think, after watching an entire season of Peacemaker, I do want to taste, well, poor, nice. terrible joke to start off the podcast. Uh, excuse me for my poor comedy. Uh, was a reference to the, I think what's going to stand out the test of time now for the next few years, the opening credits for a TV show. Yes. Uh, but before we get into all that, we are talking obviously about season one now, Peacemaker, since there is a season two coming. Uh, full spoilers, Mike, I think it's fair to say you and I, based on the trails alone, we're kind of like iffy on this James Gunn could bring it to do a full TV show. But I got to say, before we get into spoilers, he fucking killed it. Oh, he absolutely did. I mean, honestly, with the trailers, I really couldn't give a shit about this show. It, it looked okay, out. but it whatever. wasn't like... Because Suicide Squad was amazing. I see a trailer for Peacemaker, like, it's all right. Yeah, but it turned out to be pretty fucking good. Like, I was unexpecting mm-hmm. how well John Cena did in this role. Like His, his best role today. Just, I mean, that's Jesus. A- yeah. Hands down, his best role. Actually, can, can I just... I'm just going to say this right now. Clearly, after Peacemaker, both him and Batista are better actors than The Rock. Yeah. Tell me I'm wrong. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to say it. Acting prowess, yes. The Rock's an entertainer. Like, you yeah, can't no, he's say the bigger you, star. You were, but the amount of layers could, John Cena put in this character, oof, oh, put in the absolutely. work. Absolutely. Like, he, he's really trying to show his range that he can do the whole acting thing and that's what dave batista was having some trouble with as well because everyone just wanted to cast him as you know just a big muscle guy but i mean there were very standout performances throughout the show i mean vigilante was fucking hysterical yes the banter between uh him and john cena like it, it did get overbearing at times I'm not gonna lie but i think like, that's part, part for the course for the character like correct yeah like out of context, you can be like, all right, yeah, I, I get it, but that's kind of fucking Peacemaker is kind of an overbearing character. Yeah, I mean, I think at first I thought Peacemaker, uh, not Peacemaker, but Vigilante was a little annoying, but as the show went on, it was more of like endearing, I felt. But I thought, I, I, I think one good thing James Gunn has done with the show, and since he, I think he wrote, he wrote the entire script in, uh, sure. at the beginning of the pandemic, so he had time to just write this all out. I don't think for the main characters, there was no weak link. You could go into the side characters like Abadayo's wife is kind of a weak link, but she's not really a main character. She's barely in the show. Uh, but sure. the main the main team, the main, the main group, they all had the part to play. They did great. Uh, and I think each gets their, like, at least, I mean, obviously Peacemaker gets more, but the rest of the team, they have at least one or two standout moments throughout the entire show, which is good. Yeah, Economos with the fucking butterfly-infected gorilla. Yeah, yeah, uh, chopping up with the chainsaw. When he jumps in with the P90 and just starts mowing down fucking neo-Nazis. Hey, like like I say, he's a stud. Yeah, I mean, since we're kind of on the neo-Nazi thing, if you guys don't know, Peacemaker's dad is, what was it, the Red Dragon? White Dragon. White Dragon, White Dragon, sorry. Yes. And basically, all he is is a racist Iron Man. That's kind of it. He basically is, yeah. Um, With an interdimensional laboratory inside of his uh, closet. Yeah, 
of his one-story house. Yeah, they don't explain that at all. And uh, that's something I kind of want to know. Like, how did this man get this? Like, he has a portal that we're we're a laboratory where he builds helmets for Peacemaker. and Just for fun. Just for, well, you know, to beat up minorities, as Peacemaker says. But it's like, like, what if he wanted to move houses, move across the state or move to a different state? I feel like he could bring that with him. Like, but do you take the whole closet with them? Or like, like how does no, that, that work? That, do you hold the closet into the new house? No, no, no. Because is it the closet or is it some kind of tech that makes it that? The only thing we see is that there's a secure keypad that then opens up the door to it. But I don't know. Yeah, good point. I mean, it doesn't matter now. He's dead, but. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, who do you leave his house to? Is it Peacemaker? You think... <laughs> <laughs> knowing him he would leave it to his dead son as a fuck you to peacemaker I, I guess that is something he would do i mean he was a he was a real shitty character but he played his he played it all perfectly i mean oh he uh, did yeah the, the butterflies was definitely an interesting take i mean this this was a very stylized tv show as well yeah yeah um, i mean definitely in the vein but, of like the suicide squad just with a slightly lower budget but like you, you like definitely the Suicide Squad and Peacemaker like exist in the same universe. Like with style of action, the jokes, it all fits. It's not like, like, while it's technically the same universe, when I think of Peacemaker, the show, I don't think of Man of Steel in the same setting. You know what I mean? Like there's a, there's a starker difference. Well, he was there. No, he was, no, I mean like, I know they're in the same universe, but like when I think of like the style an action and like the cinematography of Peacemaker Suicide Squad. Yeah. I don't think. Oh wow, Man of Steel and Wonder Woman are like the same, same thing, huh? Which yeah, it was definitely a different tone. Yeah, which it worked for the show. Like this worked basically it being like a, a joke a minute kind of show. Does. I wonder if Warner Bros. is going to go more into that direction now, because they're hmm. definitely seeing success on Suicide Squad, yep. and they're currently seeing it with Peacemaker. So right now seems like james gunn is john favoring the mcu I, i'm gonna say I, I, i'm gonna hold I, i'm gonna say no i'm gonna say no maybe to the dceu as a whole they will lighten it up a bit from compared to Zack snyder but warner brothers is not let me rephrase that warner brothers usually is not that stupid i think they see that there's money to be made in both markets so the main yeah i think, DCEU, I think they're gonna separate it well, what I'm pointing to is like that the main DCU meant for everyone will be a little lighter in tone, like the MCU, but they will have their darker stuff. The Joker, they already had that Batman. billion dollar movie without China. The Batman, there was a lot of rumors going into its release, and we're two weeks out now, that will they cut down the film? It's almost three hours. People say it's dark, but the uh, test screenings are off the charts. They kept it's, it is almost a three-hour Batman film. They are confident enough in this product, even if it's very a dark story, that yep. they're releasing it, and the hype is through the roof. So if they yeah, see a I billion mean, dollars with that, uh, I just saw an interview today from director Matt Reeves. He said the sequel's already in early development. So Warner Brothers... Yep. They're I clearly think, a fan of it. They're I mean, clearly I, a fan of it. I mean, they're doing two the HBO trailers, shows man. based off of it. Yeah. From the trailers, clearly, mm-hmm. like... I don't know. Like, I don't think this movie can be bad, but we're we're getting to a little yeah. bit of a tangent. I just think that Warner Brothers will we'll take be talking dark about risks. the Batman. Yeah, soon enough. And um, but, but I don't think they got to be careful though, because 
this is a very much James Gunn, James Gunn style of comedy. Not everyone can do right. James Gunn style comedy. I'm, I would say a valid concern for us would be they hire someone who's not James Gunn to do, we want you to do James Gunn comedy and it goes terrible. Yeah. Well, cause I don't think it will work. Cause he's, he's kind of one of those unique directors. Exactly. And it really shows and it, it pretty much works in his benefit, especially with like superhero stuff. It just, it fits. You know what I mean? It really does show me how constrained he is with Guardians. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> this show is, uh, you, you could say profanity is used in the highest fucking degree. Uh-huh. Um, and he goes to some dark places, you know? Uh, Racist places, out. dark places. Oh, very. Shout out to Aquaman Fuckfish. You heard it first here. Well, hey, that's Canada. Watch Peacemaker. You uh, heard it first there. Fuck you, um, Barry. Yeah, you literally have Aquaman saying, fuck you to Barry. Unfortunately, Netflix still has the right to Henry Cavill's face. So we do uh, just get a, a suit cameo and a shadow cameo or cameo from Wonder Woman. Yeah, I mean, let's talk about Justice League. Unlike Disney Plus, which does not have the balls to have like a, like, no offense to Hawkeye, but like top tier Avengers show up. <laughs> DC did it on their first show. It's now true. it was just for a cameo. It was literally 30 seconds, but hey, it connected the universe. And what worked is it paid off the joke. It paid off the joke set in the very first few minutes of the show where John Cena just goes on a rant about how Aquaman fucks fish. Yeah. Yeah. And no, that, I thought uh, the cameo was great. Yeah. But I, I also think that shows how much trust Warner Brothers has with James Gunn. Because like Aquaman, at least from up until now, up until now, was the cool, badass, friendly, you know, family friendly, you know, kind of rock on Aquaman. They, you know, you take a family to. And now on the show, it's like... Depending on what movie you're watching. Well, I'm basing it off like the Whedon version of Justice League and his own Aquaman movie. That's the vibe you get. And now on this show, he's like, no, I don't fuck fish. Stop it. Like, it's okay. Well, technically, I think he... Uh, well... Question, is he part... He's part fish, right? Well, he's part Atlantean, so I don't know if you want to consider Atlantean fish. You know I mean, didn't I mean? they get pushed like... into the water? So technically, over time. So when that wouldn't make them fish. But if they I can guess, breathe underwater... In theory, you're, you're absolutely right. Okay, well, we can but, talk about this for the Aquaman movie. When, when hopefully they discuss yeah. fish politics. Um, yes. Do are Atlanteans fish, or are they actually just Atlanteans? They're their own thing. Because you know, you don't think sharks is are sharks fish or shark sharks. I mean, the question now is, can you fuck a shark? Uh, well, the point I'm saying is, Aquaman <laughs> technically does fuck fish if you consider Atlanteans fish. So it all it's technically true. That's why Barry says well, it's not a rumor. Huh? He does have Aquaman just stops talking to Justice League. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Well, I mean, shit. Let's get to the, yeah, let's get back to the butterflies though, because you're right. They are interesting villains. Um, I wasn't sure how it was going to feel about like the body snatching thing trope that's been done, but I will say I did like the twist at the end where it's not that they're evil, evil. They're trying to just make our world better, however it is by force. You know, it's non consensual. And it does give Peacemaker a good opportunity to like make his own choice. But because first few episodes, I was, I don't know about you, but like I was kind of like iffy on the butterflies being a thing. Like, because then I got to thinking, well, 
who won the team is going to get infected. And no one did. Well, because someone already was. Well, yeah, but you know, I, I like, I think I was thinking like hardcore or like vigilante would have been infected. Like they were top two. Like mm, maybe. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, how about that relationship between Goff and uh, Peacemaker? Yeah, it was it was interesting. It is nice that you know when Goff did the peace sign, you know, she actually meant it. True. But uh, and I guess there's a reason why she went toward the cop and say not to uh, say Peacemaker or Vigilante directly because I guess that she didn't want to. Because yeah. technically, he he showed her. Mm-hmm. We don't kindness when he actually kind of you could say kidnapped her instead of killing her well i think she appreciated when the choice of being killed or kidnapped that she was kidnapped and fed the entire time yeah so yeah but yeah i mean overall like it's just a really well-made show i i, I think uh, to kind of like just wrap it up it's a well-made show but great characters that also isn't afraid to connect itself to like the bigger dce not just talking you know Justice League here, but Amanda Waller, while not seen until the very end, or and actually a quick shot at the yeah. beginning, she plays a heavy role in this show. Like her presence yeah. is felt everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like people talk about her constantly. Her daughter is in the show. Uh, yep. You know, which kind of then, you know, leads me to my question, Mike, is it's got renewed for a season two because it's basically the biggest hit HBO Max has right now. Yep. Where do you think they go with this? Well, that's going to be an interesting one because uh, considering how the show ended, where Amanda Waller's daughter completely flipped on her and exposed the illegal, pretty much project or Task Force X operation to the public, kind of out of nowhere either. So I could see her being an antagonist because I don't, oh no, Peacemaker still does have the bomb in his head. So yeah, that wasn't removed. Yeah, and she just blows head up. She wouldn't care. So that's not that's not a vibe. But do you? Th- I mean, a kind of stupid question. I'm, I was gonna say, do you think she'd go after her own daughter? The answer is yeah. Yeah, of course. It's Amanda Waller. Um, especially you know, gets her daughter a job, her first one, working uh-huh. for, and uh, flips the lid on everything. So not exactly. You know, to Waller, maybe wall. she should have gave a little more details to the daughter that hey, 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 I. I Abadio. Yeah, this is like an alien invasion I have you working on. Still love you though. You're gonna do great. Like she gave her daughter no heads up at all about this shit. So I don't really blame her for being a bit pissed. Yeah, I didn't know she'd have to plant evidence on uh Peacemaker. Mm-hmm. Lone lone shooter him. Yeah. And uh which pretty much backfired heavily. Oh yeah. So which makes me wonder if they were gonna frame Peacemaker. For that like the whole butterfly thing was it going to be released to the public at some point because she already had a plan to you know finger someone no i think the initial idea well because if you think about it they keep making a point that the butterflies took over high figures and one of the episodes is about a senator and the entire family yeah i'm thinking her plan was you know complete the mission as normal but then like when people find out like i guess one thing you could point point to as to, like, I guess killing a senator, like, they didn't really, like, the public wasn't made aware of it, but I guess the idea is they do the mission, they pin, like, oh, Peacemaker killed a U.S. senator, his entire family, and, I don't know, 20 other people, butterflies, um, 
who, who mass murderer would do this and then boom show the diary as proof i think that's yeah. what i think that's the point like when everything wrapped up they would just pin it on because you also have to assume they weren't planning on the entire police station getting infected at some point so you'd have regular normal cops taking this at their word yeah and it didn't really work out that way which was an awesome scene too basically it, it was Mm-hmm. Horde of butterflies swarming the police station, basically taking everyone over. Yeah, that that was a standout scene, especially with the music too. James Dunn knows how to. He does. He, like he I really said, does. This is a very live show, and he had a, had a very interesting selection of music throughout it. So you got to give him props for expanding everyone's horizons. Yeah, I mean, look. If there's one thing I'm excited for for Guardians Three, is is uh, his soundtrack at this point. <laughs> Yeah, he does always have a killer soundtrack. He always I mean, Like I said, he's got a very specific taste of filmmaking. I mean, there are some songs in the Suicide Squad I liked, you know, that are on my playlist, so. Yeah, the, overall. The I'd man don't miss. No, he, he hasn't. Not in a while. But. Yeah, Peacemaker is overall a fantastic show. Yep. I mean, I don't know about you, Tyler, but I'd highly recommend this. Oh, it's a, yeah, it's, it's a recommend for me, obviously. If you have HBO Max and you're looking for something to watch, watch it. Uh, I would even go so far as to say you don't need to be a big superhero person or a superhero fan to like to get the show. They do a nice quick little recap of Suicide Squad right before you start. So you're more or less caught up. And yeah, I mean, obviously, if you love DC stuff, you should have watched it by now at this point. What If not, what are you doing? Sign up and get it. Yeah, you need to. It, it's worth just pay for a month, binge watch it. It's worth it. Absolutely. But you're going to have to re-sign up again for season two. Because you, you will be hooked. Or keep on the HBO train. There's some cool stuff coming out. I mean, they just put the Kingsman on there. If you don't want watch, if you don't want to watch something. You just said cool so, stuff. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Just had to throw a pot shot in there. But this isn't about HBO Max. It's about Peacemaker. We want to know your thoughts on Peacemaker. Did you watch the show? What were your favorite moments in it? And if you didn't, go watch it. Let us know what you're thinking. As always, find us on Entertainment Expansion on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube.